Buckle up, Buttercup, because this is the Untitled Nerdy Chat Show with me. I'm your host. I'm Brian Lunduke. To my left, right, uh, to my right, according to you, is Chris Fisher on the top the top right square. That's how I should do this. I should introduce this like we're, like we're playing tic-tac-toe. On the top right square, we have Chris Fisher of Jupiter Broadcasting. Say hello to the universe, Mr. Man. Hello, universe. Hello, B-Man. And that's I'm enough. Not going to comment any more than that. <laughs> the right bottom there. left square is Rob Braxman of Rob Braxman fame. One of the security crazy man of the internet. Say hello to the universe, Rob. Hello, universe. And hey, to the right, and to the right is Wendell Wilson. The one, the only, the perfectly haired Wendell Wilson of level one. <sighs> Say hello to the universe, Wendell. How's it going? I don't know that I'm perfectly haired anymore. It's definitely, it's definitely moving. It's, no, it's pretty good. good. It's but pretty oh, we're good. trying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, the coloring on point too. I'm really liking the coloring. Oh, oh yeah, it's just right? it's wisdom. Can yeah, I say I, flat out? tips from you. Of of the tech nerdy YouTubers and podcasters of the world, I think this might be the best haired group I have ever seen. I mean, this is fantastic. These are, this yeah. is, look at, look, my hair's not bad, but then uh, look at Fisher over there. Oh my goodness. He's been working on that. He's got the product. It's I think that fantastic. mustache is doing the heavy lifting for you, B-Man. It's the stash. Oh, wait, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right, boys and girls at home, I have absolutely wonderful news to share. I mean, this is breaking news. Everyone needs to sit back and prepare themselves for this one. I, Lunduke broke my iPhone this weekend. I dropped it onto concrete and that screen shattered like a crazy man. It is dead. And I have been waiting for this iPhone to die for like four years. I need, I need to, I need to preface this with a backstory. And I have, I, I have thoughts I would like to get from all of you. I got this iPhone when I was working for Purism and Purism makes this Librem five smartphone, right? And this is, we were building this Librem five Linux powered smartphone. And so we got me an iPhone so I could test against it, like to show how much data leaks out of an iPhone and all that sort of thing. And how, Oh, the Purism Linux smartphone doesn't leak that much data, right? We were doing that stuff. So it was kind of half a joke that I got an iPhone. But since I had an iPhone and it had a perfectly nice camera, I'm like, well, I'm going to use it until it breaks. And then I'll get myself a phone that's anything other than this, this iPhone that clearly is meant just for 16-year-old girls. And then the darn thing didn't break. But finally, I dropped the sucker. And I'm not going to say I did it on purpose, but I haven't been using it with a case for about a year. So, you know, we'll, we'll see about that. But now I get to get an actual phone, like an actual Android Calyx something phone that somewhat Chris is saying no to Calyx. What, what, yeah. why, why, I mean, why, 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 no like why, 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 I didn't want to interrupt your flow. Why, why, no to Calyx? Why are you, why are you, why are you pooping on Calyx? Doesn't it respect the privacy of the Androids and the whatnots? Come on, man. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what are you, what, what are you, an old man? What are you, have you not heard yeah, of Graphene OS? Are you not well, up to date? That's what I use, so. Calyx is using years ago. Oh, yeah. Graphene OS is where it's at now. That's where I'm Why do I need Graphene over Calyx? Why, why, why oh, I don't know. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of teasing. I think Graphene OS has a better security model. So, for example, on Calyx, to get some of the Google stuff working, it's kind of a security hack that's sort of not really the ideal way to do it. On Graphene OS, they sandbox, they created a sandbox, and all of the Play Services API, even the Play Store, they're all forced to run at user-level permission. And they can't do anything without your permission. And you can individually activate just the aspects of the Google Play API you may or may not want. Well, I like that. Yeah, and it's all in a sandbox that is much more isolated than the kind of like little library hack they're doing over on some of the other platforms yeah so, so I just, are, you, are you saying are you saying that calyx is nothing more than a little library hack is no that, is that what I, no, no 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 the way to get the google api compatibility is the hack um oh, okay. the, the, gotcha. the biggest downside to graphene os and why it's not as popular i think as calyx is because graphene and it's a big one graphene only works on pixel phones because they're using some of the onboard security hardware to do the encryption in graphene os yeah is that, is that what you're using right now? Are you, you, you So Rob is using graphene, right? No, 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 no. I'm using Calyx. 
Oh, you're using Calyx. Oh, okay. No, okay. I, I'm, wait a minute. I'm Calyx. I'm, wait a minute. I use why is why is why is why is Chris Fisher next to me just so incredibly wrong? Because clearly he's wrong. Um, well, so well, I got I got several. Well, I got several phones here. So some some of them, my my because I, I make my own phone. So so some of them are using Brax OS, and my pixels That's are using right. Calyx OS. That's right. So I, I have I'd several, forgotten so. that you had that. That's awesome. Okay, okay. What should I get? What does Rob Braxman of Rob Braxman Tech fame tell me I should put on 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 my phone? What what kind of phone should I buy, hardware wise? And what OS should I put on it where it actually kind of respects my privacy and is somewhat usable? What should I get? Well, actually, here you'll find that I'm not actually. Uh... I'm not going to push into any. If you want to use graphene, you can use graphene. If you want to use Calyx, push me, man. If you want to use lineage, you can use any of that. I I personally found uh, lineage. lineage. No, I don't no. want to use lineage. It's an easy I, path. You go to Swappa, you get a $200 Pixel 7. I just looked yesterday. You can get a Pixel 7 for $244 on Swappa.com. You put graphene OS on that. What the, the fart is a Swappa.com? Swappa. I, it's like I, I feel it's like, like I'm a 90 year old man acting what the what the YouTubes are. What, what's, you're, what's you're, Swappa.com? You're welcome. You I'm laying some wisdom down. Yeah, cheap phones. Swappa. It's like direct, direct. You know, person to person sales site. Swappa.com. Two hundred and forty five dollars ish. Two hundred fifty bucks. You get a Pixel Seven. Is great it used? device. Yeah, yeah. But they'll list the conditions. Someone else has got all their grummies on it. Yeah. Like, I don't, all right, buy it. People news, smash but... their phone on their faces. I don't. I don't want their <laughs> yeah. grummies and weirdness. They do all kind. Of, they take it to the bathroom too. You don't even want to go there. I, right. This is what right. I'm saying. I, you get your I know hands. what I do with my phone, and I don't. I don't want. I don't want anyone else's phone. You get your hands on a pi, uh, Pixel uh, five through eight, whichever one fits your budget. Okay. Okay. Uh, you go to Graphene OS's website. They have a web-based flasher. As long as you have an unlocked bootloader. You do it all from a Chrome web browser, Chromium-based web browser. You click okay. a few buttons. You've got Graphene OS. It starts with a totally blank template. It's like the XFCE of Android phones. It's black and white, like a couple of icons. They have like a Chromium privacy fork on there. And then you just add the stuff you want. If you never want to touch Google, if you never want the Play stuff, if you never want any Google stuff at all, you never have to sign into a Google account. You never have to You're good touch to go. a Google server. You're good I, can to go. just, I can just F-Droid it to install all my stuff yep. and be happy. And you'll okay. get it. In, you'll get it installed in 15 minutes through their web page. And I, I think it does have superior privacy options. They did have some developer drama about a year ago. You know, they, they all got have in developer drama. Yeah, well, they got into a tussle with uh, Lewis Rossman, and that you know didn't go well. That developer eventually resigned, and now they Wait have a, a new. Wait a minute. Back now, up. Now, now, now <laughs> I, you, you may not know this, but everyone in the graphene community hates me. I'm the uh, most hated person in the graphene community so oh, that's I don't, perfect i don't i don't support the uh, graphene yeah. that graphene right. I, I think you have to attack me the developers day. right I, the developers will probably even respond to this conversation even though i'm speaking very positively it's it's kind of a hostile situation but you know well, it, what's up with that just, like so okay so why why why'd they come after lewis right lewis is out there saying we want to be able to repair my tractor right who can who can get upset at the guy who just says i want to repair my tractor Oh, yeah. what, 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 what do they got against Lewis? I don't know about this. I haven't heard of this. Well, <laughs> what do they got against you, Rob? Uh, uh, th that community has been attacking me for years. So uh, they, they oh, just uh, it's uh, a long uh, let, 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 led by that guy. So he just uh, they just uh, decided that uh, because I don't promote them, that uh I should be You're a, a jerk. target for attack. Because hey, what? Why am I not talking about this platform everywhere I go? Uh, you know, and yeah, I geez, don't. what's wrong, Rob? Uh, I mean, you know, you go attack, you go attack me, and then you're expecting me to say, "Oh, yeah, this this good stuff." <laughs> uh, I mean, come on, be be serious. That sounds like so, Debian uh, in the Usenet days. So uh, yeah, so <laughs> yes. Uh, but generally speaking, though, I, I mean, from 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 my point of view, uh, I mean, I'm interested in the average person getting privacy and uh, I don't need to push any particular kind of OS or platform. Yeah, uh, I talk more about the principles of what it should do. And believe it or not, even if you hate lineage OS, uh, it does the job. So therefore, if you have a Motorola, you don't okay. really have a choice anyway. You can't put. I see what you're saying. Or Alex or anything. Sure. So if you have a Motorola or OnePlus, well, obviously you're going to want to put Lineage on it. Uh, do I want to use Lineage? It's it's not the easiest to uh, to uh, support. 
because you know i've i have you know sold a ton of ton of these phones sure uh, and a ton of pixels and it's not the easiest to support so uh so i found that personally that when i install calyx then i have the least amount of support so that should tell you something so so okay so fisher thinks that i should go out and i should get myself a pixel with graphene right that's that's the that's the official fisher recommendation what's the rob recommendation if i need to go out and buy a new a new phone right now what should i get hardware wise and what os should i put on it that, well that you makes know, it so my life is not too bad so i'm not like fully stone aged right so like i <laughs> So I can do kind of some normal stuff that people use on smartphones. Well, well you know, it's like you know, sorry. The, the, the rule is just don't get a fucking iPhone. I mean, that ever, ever in your life. So uh, just make sure your audience knows this because you know, if you don't even understand what's in an iPhone, that's like uh, the, 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 it's just packed full of evil. Oh, so it's no, just I couldn't agree more. I've been carrying a pocket full of evil for years. Oh my gosh. I, so just, just so I'm you know. super psyched about this. But but just so <laughs> you know, so I, I do have, believe it or not, I, I have an iPhone 10, the last iPhone I ever bought. And when they started putting all that AI. You mean iPhone the, X. Yes. <laughs> just, I it's mean. Pronounced I, 10. <laughs> it's pronounced 10. So, so I, you know where I have that phone now? It's in a sucking Faraday bag. Okay, okay. I want to. I want to stop. I want to think. Off in a Faraday I wanna, bag. I want to thank Rob for creatively censoring himself. But I want to say one thing before we go further, because I did not mention this earlier. This is a mostly family-friendly show. We try to avoid swearing and all sorts of naughty words. Try and think of it like this: You're a cowboy, and you just went into a church in the old west. The things you could say then without getting your keister kicked out, you can say now. All right. That, that, there, there we go. Wendell, 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 what phone are you using right now? What's your phone? What's your main phone? I like a Wi-Fi hotspot. That, that's not my answer. <laughs> what's your, what's your, don't give me that. I'm, I agree with you. Give me, give me a nice like laptop or tablet with a Wi-Fi hotspot. 90% of the time I'm happy, <clears throat> but what's your phone? You got a phone. What do you use? I've got an old, uh, an old rooted Samsung Galaxy that is literally just used as a Wi-Fi hotspot. <laughs> For real? Yeah. Wow, you're smart. cool. <laughs> That's <actually laughs> okay. Okay, cool. so let's think I've ever heard. Yes. Let's it, say it, that you're out and about. You're at the mall. You're at the mall with your lady friend, and you're you're thinking, I need to look up some movie showtimes. You turn on your Wi-Fi hotspot, and then you turn to what? GPD to Win Max up. 2023. That was really specific. I love yeah. it. It's, <laughs> so, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tiny handheld computer. How, what, what kind of battery life you get on that? Like, if eight you're hours. using it as a phone. Eight hours? Eight hours. No, oh, you don't. You're oh, better than the Librem 5. Yeah. Yeah, better than the Librem 5. And it's, Sorry it's about got, that, guys. It's, it's, got an, it's got an 80% keyboard. I mean, this is this is somebody who carried around. Put, an how, how big is that? Can you put it in your pocket? Uh, it's a little too big for the pocket. So I actually was debating between... Do you have it close by right now? Can you can you hold it up? You I don't. can... It's okay. It's okay. Don't get up. Don't get up. Stay right there. Okay, but like, like use your hands. Show me with your hands, man. Panama on that. Uh, it's smaller... It's smaller than this book. Well, that book is fargan huge. My pockets are big, dude, but they're not that big. I need a phone. I like. I... <laughs> you, you can just Google GPD Win Mini. It's tiny. So what I the, I have the Max, which is a little bigger. So what I've got right now is this. This is the the HTC Titan which is a great phone. It's huge. It's got six gigs of RAM. It's put together with Fargan screws. You can like actual screws on that in the side. But the problem with it, nice big keyboard, the screen is exactly square. And <laughs> that's, I love it. Like for like emulating like old computers, it's like a dream. But there's like, like every Android app out there expects your screen to be like more of that widescreen thin thing. So none of them work. Like half of the games are all like squished and funky and like nothing works on the friggin' square screen. Like I can't, I can't make it work. So like, I need a, I need a, I need a phone that has like a phone shaped screen for fancy modern apps. So you know, back um, in, oh, sorry. Go ahead, no, go ahead. Rob. No, back in the day, I was uh, promoting the BlackBerry Bold because it's kind of like that, right? It's yeah. Screen and with the little keyboard. 
and uh Wendell and gets up. I say don't get up, he, Wendell. What's Wendell doing? He's do? probably he's looking for his Blackberry. He's, he's looking, looking for his Blackberry bolt. He did, so, he did. Yeah. So the problem is, and just same problem with your your little device there, is which carrier is gonna support that? I mean, if it's not if it's not 4G LTE, it's not gonna work. Yeah, so now I can't yeah. promote Blackberry Bolt. I got a stack in here. And yeah. uh yeah, and uh so what are you gonna use with it? That's the problem. We we have a new tech problem now, yeah, which is that we're being limited by these carriers to what we can actually use, and it may not end here. They might say 5G or you're out. Oh, oh dude, eventually I, I, a couple Coming of years soon, ago, yeah. I was trying to get my old Palm OS trio phone working, and uh -huh. you can't provision them anymore. They don't oh is what what do you got there? Is that the Cosmo? No, it's the FX Tech One. Oh, that's oh. it's older, but it's still serviceable. You like it? But but three G, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> right. G give it a couple years, only. you won't even be able to turn those well, on anymore. Yeah, and uh, uh, you you can actually get a four G model for this, but the four G model for this kind of sucks. Is that is that what you were talking about? Yeah. So and you know I you mean... get the game the game controls, but if you want to. You want to hide the fact that you've got game controls. It's got the things built in to do that, and then so it's like, oh look, it's a tiny. You can laptop. hide it. That's ridiculous. That's <laughs> that ridiculous that you'd ridiculous. hide the controllers. Yeah. Don't don't hide what you got, man. Flaunt it. You out there? Wow, you got right. game controllers. You want people to see your game controllers? I like it. Eight cores, sixty-four gigs of memory, three terabytes of storage. It has a twenty-two eighty M.2 as well as a twenty-two thirty. So you have two. Oh, you can dual sweet. boot. You can have a secure enclave, whatever, if you want. There's 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 options. Yeah, like I, uh, cubes or something, or, or tails running on that. I talked to a listener who has NixOS running on it, and I kid you not, they take one of those out into the sea to do three D modeling of cra of boat crashes using that. No machine. way. Yeah. That's oh, cool. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty so powerful. Cool. But I don't want to. I, I hate to be this guy, but I'm going to pull the dad card. I think as a dad, you need a phone, and I think the wife isn't yeah. going to be happy with anything but a phone because nope. if an emergency comes up when you're out, she wants to make a phone call, or the yep. hospital needs to call you. I have to. And, and, and it's I think possible to reach me with a phone number, and the device will wake up. I just I don't know. I mean, I think the Pixel Seven is the obvious device because it sits between the eight. And the long tail devices are going to end support, so you've still got years of life on the seven. You can get it on a great budget. They're pretty cheap. Yep. Yeah, and you know the thing is, is you do they have a nice camera on the Pixel Seven? Fantastic. Uh, like, the Pro is a little better. The Pro see, is this is this is. I need to be able to be contacted for the dad things, and I need a good camera because otherwise, yeah. I got to carry another camera to take pictures of my kids when they when they blow snot out their nose. This is the, this is what I have to do. The Pro Pixel actually has, has a great zoom. It really does. <laughs> as soon as I said snot, Wendell's like, like, "Oh, you want the Pixel Seven for that?" Yeah, you the, do. The Pixel Seven's got the best booger contrast ratios. It's just fantastic. So, but, but I do I mean, text message. I don't. I don't text message. It's the one thing that doesn't work. I've got number forwarding. I've got. It is so empowering having like twelve different numbers that go to a mobile device because then it's like, oh, I'm going to give you the phone number that doesn't ring most of the time because I know what you're going to do with it. So, so I, <laughs> I, I just told you before the broadcast that I lost access to my X account. Yeah. So now you got a two FA problem in real life. You know, call your call, talk about your dad card here. How do you go to social media or anything without texting with yeah. all the requirements now from your bank? My bank in 2024, every bank now requires me to, you know, do uh, texting. Yeah, every time every you log in, you have to text. Yeah. And and this, and so without a phone with texting, well, what do you do? You're this you're, this you're is a huge now. problem. So there used to be an API service you could sign up for and you could get text messages. <laughs> So you can, and that works, but now companies are getting wise to it. Oh, they're, like, they're oh, banning that. Yeah. They banned that. This is that. like, this is oh, like a, they, they so blacklist. Can, they have a yeah. blacklist of, say, they say it has to be a real phone. Now, this I, is, I, I have the same thing. I use Google Voice for years. I've had a Google Voice account since before it was Google oh, they Voice. They banned that. They banned and yeah, that. All, the, all the texting for two-factor stuff, just ban it. So like only one or two of them work. It's annoying as all get out. Now, uh, I, I want to that's I want to make Grand Central. I was trying to remember the word here. Yeah. Yes, I remember when that came out, and you and I were sitting on a show geeking out about Grand Central and being super psyched about it, and grabbing yeah. our Grand doing voicemails for the for the shows and stuff. Oh, yeah. it was amazing. Oh, that was amazing. All right, all right, all right. So what you guys are telling me is, I need to get a Pixel and install either Calyx or Graphene. That's, that's kind of the awesome. Graphene I, I, oh, takes fifteen minutes. Give it a go. 
Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll try them both. I'll, Just get, make sure it's unlocked. If you buy from some of the U.S. carriers, it may have a lock. I, I got to try and not get a used one, though. Cause I, I mean, I, I can't I, I use hardware. I love but use phones, man. I put them against my face, so, dude. I, but, I, but, uh, oh, I can't do used. I can't do used for those. I can't well, do it. Order, that if is, order it online, make sure it doesn't go through Langley. <laughs> See? Mm-hmm. all right all right uh, let, but, let's let's but it, it is a significant problem you you should always note is that 50 percent of pixels are cannot be oem unlocked so 50 percent of pixels cannot be oem unlocked I so didn't know so uh this this is why i sell the phones because you know that's a risk you buy one you go to swap by and say i'm gonna buy a phone and then you you're stuck with a phone that cannot be oem unlocked i have one right here yeah Cannot be OEM unlock. I got words work. of wisdom. That so uh, it's not it's not that simple. In other words, so man, <laughs> phone industry blows. Oh, it is. It, uh, is. it does. It does. It does. <laughs> all right, so, all right, guys. Anyway, let's change away from the mobile stuff for a moment. We're gonna talk about something that I guarantee will get all three of you yelled at for, and that excites me a lot. I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty jazzed about everyone getting yelled at because. I spend most of my online life getting yelled at, and I just want to see other people get yelled at too, so I don't feel alone. Let's talk about what's happening with Red Hat and IBM, just a little bit, just a little bit, because I've been I've been following these things pretty closely. I'm going to do a quick sum up, trying my very best to skirt the politicaliness part and get right to the part that I want to focus on here. Many of you may have seen that in December a big media outlet that mostly focuses on very political topics had a big scoop of leaks that came out of IBM that showed that IBM has very discriminatory hiring practices, that they specifically hire and fire based on skin color. Now that came out from the CEO and the board members, and this made a big splash. And immediately the very next day, legal action was announced from a couple of different organizations. But then the very next day after that, I started getting leaks from within Red Hat, which is owned by IBM. And of course, it's the biggest Linux company on earth and does a huge amount for Linux. And it makes me feel weird seeing all the stuff coming out about it. And the stuff that came out was bonkers. I mean, they had whole training presentations basically telling people that depending on what skin color you are, you're evil. Like they literally, literally had a presentation where they had multiple slides that had a list of negative adjectives and they all apply to white people because they're negative. And then they had non-white people have positive adjectives and they, they had literally column after column of this. And we kept getting more and more leaks that have continued to come out throughout December. And I've started getting leaks from other companies doing the exact same thing in the tech industry, including Microsoft and a few others, which will be coming out over the coming days. But what I'm wondering about is what impact all of this is going to have on the whole tech world and to tech people in general, because I've noticed People in general don't want to cover this right now. And I think for a lot of good reasons, right? Like most tech tech news outlets, they're not touching the story, even though it's going to be resulting in massive lawsuits of the biggest Linux companies in the world. Massive, massive numbers of firings are going to already be starting to happen at IBM and massive tech companies. But like, do you see CNET or the register or anyone else talking about it? No, because the moment they do, they're going to get yelled at by somebody right? Someone's going to yell at them because inevitably, even if they don't take a stance, they're going to get yelled at. So what I'm curious about, and I see all three of you guys thinking how to, how to answer this without getting yelled at yourself. And it's, which I think is fantastic is what happens to Linux and what happens to the operating system market in general. Once this starts to happen with Microsoft, as this starts to get increasing amounts of lawsuits and coverage in the coming days and weeks ahead, what happens? What happens? I want to know. I have a really First, boring answer. If you want to start with me, I could, uh, yeah. I'll be the downer. I always want to start with a boring answer. Unfortunately, I think 
Uh, well, not unfortunately. I shouldn't say that, but I think all of this is coming out just as this is going out of style. Uh, the DI, DEI initiatives inside companies and the ground up initiatives for certain types of hiring practices. Because the reason I say that is it really all stems from 13 years of loose monetary policy that resulted in wacky investments in the tech industry. And they pretty shortly, you know, put money everywhere it could go. There's, they had more money than they knew what to do with on Wall Street. And so BlackRock. You're not wrong. And other large banks created the ESG investment category. And the ESG investment category isn't based on the fundamental revenue of a company. It's not based on their market. It's not really based on maybe the technology that they're going to develop and release in a few years. It's not, yeah. it's not even based on like, you know, what their profits were. It, it's, it's ba the ESG investment opportunities are based on their environmental, social, and governance practices, which means diversity and inclusion and how hard they are diversified and how hard they include. And the harder they include and the harder they diversify, the more they're basically pumping their ESG worth. So then companies can have sort of like, in a way, an ESG stock price. And the, the, the more serious you take this issue, these social issues, and the more institutionalized practices you make around ESG, the stronger your ESG score was. As a result, ExxonMobil has a higher ESG score than Tesla, even though Tesla kicked off the electric car revolution. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ExxonMobil has a higher ESG score because it's it's based on these internal metrics, which they track and then report, of course, to the market. And I think what we're now witnessing is this practice, which has infected all industries from manufacturing to military. It has. It has. I just, you know, I don't follow all in those industries. I, it's I don't, like, I, it's like, now in people, tech. Right. People talk to me about like the petroleum industry. I'm like, I like cheap gas prices. Like, I, I don't know. Like, like, I don't know much about it. I know a guy who knows a guy who works in that industry, but I don't know. I just know the tech. So, like, what, what, I think but I, I think agree. Now, I think it's fair every right? because Black Box, Black Black Box has pulled back, right? Yes. Uh, Larry Fink was on CNBC saying that these they're not really interested in ESG anymore. They're about BlackRock is days away from launching a Bitcoin ETF, and now they're calling Bitcoin an environmentally friendly product. They're shifting the definition of ESG. <laughs> and as monetary great. policy has been tightened, then it's more been merit performance than it has been governance performance that matters. So I think some of that has faded. And I think we're kind of maybe at the end of this wave. It's still a wave. It's still but, gonna continue. Right, but this is the the petering out point. So maybe. So do you think so? Like okay. So so Red Hat is clearly like filled up with it. Like they just had uh, a couple of weeks back all their company meetings at Red Hat and IBM, and uh, people were asking like, do you have a comment on on O'Keefe's leaks? Do you have a comment on Lunduke's leaks? What what's the comment on this? And the comment thus far is no comment. Right? Like they're 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 making a firm no comment internally, and they're not responding to to any journalists right now. But clearly the lawsuits have kicked off the they're going to be kind of easy lawsuits for the employees to win because so many of them already have damages that they can show. And so it makes it very easy. And those are going to get really public. What happens? Like, let's say to Red Hat, Red Hat specifically, what happens to Red Hat and to the Linux investment in general, when after a whole year of Red Hat layoffs, and Red Hat reducing their investment into Linux. And I mean, like Red Hat earlier this year, uh, they dropped investing into LibreOffice because they just don't feel like they need to anymore, right? It's not part of their business. They don't, they, they've been investing in LibreOffice for years, but they don't want to anymore, right? So things like that are just kind of mounting up. And now on top of that, all these leaks come out, lawsuits kick off. What happens to Linux when the biggest investor in Linux is undergoing all of this at a time when they're already pulling back on Linux. What happens then? Wendell, I riddle me that. Your, I can answer your question with another question. <clears throat> Please do. That's the only way I like to hear questions answered. Do you which which situation do you think is worse? Okay, ready. VMware, an advanced hypervisor operating system with lots of advanced engineering, being taken over by Broadcom, 
Okay, that sounds bad. I don't like that one. What's the next one? Someone, some would say, being hollowed out from the inside for its technology and to extract fees from customers. Some would I, say. Some would say that. How is VMware going to continue and fare and so on and so forth in the wake of this takeover versus Linux initiatives and Linux engineering and the Linux ecosystem in the wake of large companies like Microsoft and IBM perhaps making some missteps? It's like... If their heart was in the right place trying to do the right thing and it hold on, hold misfired on, hold on. catastrophically. That's, that's, that's like saying which tastes better, uh, gumbo or apple pie. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> I need both. I need both in life. No, it's like salt or gumbo. Pizza. It's salt <laughs> or gumbo. One is like the ingredients to make a technology, and the one is yeah. an end product. I, see, yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not buying that. Like, okay, <laughs> you want the, your first point you made is see, I don't want either of those to be happening, right? Both <laughs> be bad. I, like, I mean, as much as I don't use VMware and related products that much anymore. I, I used to a lot and I still like them. Um, I'd rather them not be hollowed out. That sucks. But at the same time, like, so, these are, we're not talking about like, just like, like little missteps, right? We're not talking about, you know, like uh, about a, about two years ago, Sousa, the company I, a company I used to work for, released an advertising campaign that consisted of um, a swimmer's butt with the word Sousa plastered over his butt, right? And it was the most ridiculous thing I had ever seen. That's a misstep. This, the butt with the guy as your ad campaign, that's a misstep. Uh, making Having a, a years-long campaign where you specifically hire your engineering staff based on how dark and or light their skin color is, that sets you up for massive, massive lawsuits because these aren't just like, oh, well, they'll have to stop doing it. They're going to get sued a lot. I mean, so, so much that, I mean, we're talking about lots of money. This isn't like a couple million dollars here. <laughs> these lawsuits are going to be massive I'm, because I'm, it's going to be so hard to fight them. I'm building a shape. And so that's the first point in the triangle. Here's the, here's the next point okay. in the triangle. All right. We we're, got a TP. Let's go. We're going to, we are going to see a billion dollar sole proprietor company probably in the next three or four years. We, we, you know, Instagram, Facebook buying Instagram, 13 people is a billion dollars, but there were 13 employees in that company when they were acquired for a billion dollars. So we're getting close. We may have already had the big, the billion dollar sole proprietor. What that is, is not like a failing of capitalism or, well, actually you could, that's a whole other conversation, but let's assume <laughs> we don't need to go into that. <laughs> yeah, assume that the value there is, the individual is able to capture um, the output of their agency. And so I don't think that it matters how badly IBM or Microsoft or anybody else screw up because the, the, the people that have captured the fire from the gods are still in those companies and they're going to go off and do other things. We are okay. happening with so, VMware. So then what you're saying is if the lawsuits come in and there's a tidal wave of backlash and lawsuits and Red Hat just crumbles into oblivion in their post-Whitehurst era, that that's not so bad because a lot of the people that were doing good stuff are going to go out on their own and do good stuff elsewhere or on their own. That's kind of your thought, right? Yep. Okay. That's I mean, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, you, follow, you, you, you buy into that, Rob Man? Yeah, that actually, uh, that makes sense. I mean, it's... Uh... We, 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 you know, I'm, I'm part of that original generation, you know, Bill Gates in that era. Old people, we're, right? Yeah, old people, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, where, you know, we had to invent, and now it's a completely different world and it's really driven in a corporate way. And uh, maybe it's time to go uh, have a resurgence of that. That's, you know, maybe Elon Musk will do it. The, the tool, well, I mean, I think a lot of Elon Musk, Elon Musk gets a lot of credit for i think uh something that is not his it's a little bit stolen valor of these kinds of people like these the individuals that have very high agency and are able to sort of work unfettered i mean we've all been in a corporate scenario we've all it's like let's go to the, the corporate picnic and do the trust falls and it's like well i really need to work on this bug and i really i do actually trust my coworkers. like i get where you're going with this and it's great and you know team building and all this kind of stuff but please just let me fix the bugs <laughs> <laughs> i mean i like picnics and everything but yeah this is, yeah, no, this is the same kind of thing on the same different scale it's like let's let's you know if you have a team that has never been introduced to uh 
you know, the writings of Kafka. I really think that you should, re like, if you work on any kind of AI or user-facing system, it's like you should read, like, it should be corporate. Like, you read Kafka and look at the suffering, and then it's like, do we really need to build an AI interactive thing that it's like, oh, <laughs> it's it reads like, you know, it's like, oh, good news, everyone. We finally built the... Uh, the uh the, the the crucible of suffering as you know from asimov's classic Huzzah! science fiction novel don't don't build the crucible of suffering it's just like wait a minute that wasn't no. the right corporate they takeaway. missed the point of that book i think <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i think i think they did miss the point of that what they did is instead of reading the book they watched the apple tv version of the show <laughs> and it just it they just lost it completely we finally <laughs> built it you know good news science fiction is alive but but the people that can get this done a lot of the time it's hard for them to do some of the infrastructural underpinning stuff to get it done but less and less um is that an impediment and linux as a framework for getting that done uh is part of why linux has completely taken over the universe everywhere except the desktop and so i don't care how hard ibm fumbles i don't care if ibm plays games with the source code it's annoying and stupid but uh, it doesn't mean that it's going to seriously impact thing when we're talking about a five or a ten year time scale. But wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're saying it doesn't? There's no impact to some young, uh, you know, Caucasian trying to say, okay, I'm gonna, I, I have ideas, and now you can't do it because you can't be hired by IBM or Red Hat or whatever. I mean, I, you're, I, you're saying that's okay, no impact. I think that they will have no problem if they have the skills. I think that in in the world today, they have a better shot than they have ever had historically. And it is only going to get uh, more. Uh, they're only going to get more mobility as time goes forward because the individual has more agency than they ever have as evidenced by the fact that you can have a 13 person billion dollar organization. I, I, I don't know. Things have things have changed, too. There's a there's another element here because obviously the AI part. You know what what are they teaching the ai you know a lot of stuff is going to be leveraged over what ai does and then the ai is being taught just like your red hat uh, i think right. being taught the same before, stuff before we get uh, go too far down the ai rabbit hole which oh man oh man oh man but let's back up just a second here because <laughs> the point wendell was making is kind of an interesting one so what if Red Hat and IBM and other, let's say, major Linux contributors screwed up so spectacularly with massive discrimination stuff that they cause huge tidal waves of lawsuits and executives getting fired and, and a massive, you know, essentially a crash and burn, right? There's a, there's a potential here for by the end of the year for Red Hat to be a complete shell of its former company because of the legal problems they created for themselves. But what Wendell made a very interesting point of, well, maybe now those people will just leave Red Hat go do things on their own and somehow create revenue and whatnot to create sole proprietor and small company businesses to do that work. There's, there's, there's one thing I, I would like to throw into that. And that is currently Linux. Yes. Is open source. You Linux is free software. However, it has a gatekeeper Linux right now. You cannot, if, if I want to, and I say, you know what, I have great ideas for how, what to do to Linux, and I want to do it right now, and I go create a big, massive thousand-line patch, and I submit it in, there's a gatekeeper there. And, and for better or worse, there's a gatekeeper, and there's a gatekeeper that takes a huge, huge amount of money from Red Hat and IBM and Microsoft and all the other companies that are getting or about to get sued into the a black hole because of all these issues. So if people are leaving those companies who were doing all these submissions to the Linux kernel and they now want to go out on their own to do it, they're no longer in the companies that are paying the finances, paying the salaries of Linus Torvalds and Greg Crowe Hartman and everyone else at the Linux Foundation who control Linux 100%. No one can get anything past them unless they, they give the thumbs up and they are paid a quarter of a billion dollars every year to be the gatekeeper by those companies who are about to get the massive amounts of lawsuits. 
what happens then? It seems to me like there's a, a practical impediment. There's a dam, there's a wall in place. So, you know, maybe it just means that people will go away from Linux and all those Linuxy people at Red Hat and whatnot will suddenly become, I don't know, free BSD folks. Be, what do you free think? BSD, sure. yes. Sure. Yeah. Just like uh, well, uh, just like radio killed the TV star and uh, uh, Linux destroyed yeah. Windows. I don't, um, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I buy the premise. I don't think the Linux Foundation is deciding what patches get submitted. Or yeah, listen, that's that's Linus I'm, and I'm an idiot, is. and You're I've right. literally written kernel modules to do things for me on unsupported hardware, and it was yeah. just it was just both monkey, of those statements are probably banging, true. Banging rocks together, and it was fine, and I didn't need Linus Torvalds or anybody else to approve it. And in fact, no. I would be embarrassed to show anybody, but I got no, it working, and it didn't matter. This is what I'm saying. Like, okay, so so. Being able to write your own kernel modules, that's awesome. Being able to put them up on your own website or your own Microsoft.com slash GitHub account, that's neat too. But if you want to get them to be part of the broader Linux ecosystem, you got to get it submitted to the Linux kernel and get it, get it, get it brought into the upstream, right? I mean, if you're really looking for that, your two options are you branch everything, right? And you just fork or you work with the gatekeepers and I can, th that the gatekeepers may serve a very valid purpose. In fact, they do, but they are gatekeepers and they're gatekeepers that are paid in full by the companies who it, are now facing all these troubles. Is that, good, is that an issue or not? It, it's a good talking point, but as a practical matter, it doesn't matter. And I can prove it. Prove it. The, prove it, Wendell. The aforementioned LibreOffice. Like if you go to look at LibreOffice and it's like, oh, this thing sucks in LibreOffice. I think I can fix this. And you look at it. It is totally still the way the projects were maintained in the late 90s. Like it hasn't, there's no DevOps, there's no integration, there's no nothing. With the kernel and Git and DevOps is not a real thing. Just to be anything. clear here, that's a made up word. That DevOps <laughs> is not a real thing. Uh, okay. That, the infrastructure plumbing in it, Git and it might, you might as well be talking about unit tests. Like these aren't <laughs> shell, real things. The shell scripts that go with the kernel to do the testing and everything else. That's the one. Uh, really make life a lot easier if you're going to go off the beaten path and that nothing exists like that for um, LibreOffice. And so, yes, you to to your point, there is a bit of a tar pit here. If you go off the beaten path, there's yes. things off the beaten path that you're going to have to spend effort on that you weren't expecting to. But the friction in the kernel is dramatically less. I would argue that the friction in the kernel is less even than dramatically less even than than Windows because the Windows kernel scheduler is still worse than a moose on rollerblades when it comes to really high core count multi core burn. systems like sixty like four ninety six. No, solid burn. I like socket. it. I mean, it's just it's bad. It's real, and I'm sure that the engineering inside Microsoft is like, we really should work on the scheduler, <laughs> but we can't be arsed to. And like CXL is coming down the pipe now. We're going to have NUMA nodes that don't have compute resources and have memory I, I would resources. Like, I would like everyone on the internet to to note that I'm pretty sure Wendell Wilson of Level One Text just called Dave Cutler retarded. Um, <laughs> so. All right, all right. I get that it's a here there be tigers situation, but come on, guys, come on. I think everything should be a here, there, be tiger situation. Uh, now that I'm thinking about that phrase, I don't think there's anything that shouldn't be that phrase. Fisher, Fisher, as as me and Wendell were, were tete-a-teting there over this topic, you began to scratch your, your chin and look at your microphone like you wanted to say something but didn't. Did you want to say something or did no, you simply think I just, better I'm looking it? at the clock and I'm thinking, you know, we're – quite a ways into the lifespan of Red Hat kernel development. Maybe we are due for a little bit of a forest fire. Uh, I don't know if I buy that we're going to see them get yes. a lot of legal trouble because I think there's still a lot of institutional momentum around these different types of initiatives. I don't know. We'll see how much trouble they actually end up in, especially since they all have a collective effort to protect each other. But uh, I think regardless, you are seeing a talent drain from Red Hat. I know several individuals who left in the last year, Lenart Pottering being one of the more uh, notable ones who now works at Microsoft but continues to develop on System D. Sure does. And I, I just wonder, like, maybe Linux needs this a little bit. And if, if these companies have a brain drain, the ultimate result, regardless of how the legal stuff works out, will be less competitive products and they'll fail in the market. And they'll they're gonna have they're gonna have to make changes to stay competitive. 
I think Red Hat has a good product. There's a lot of people that are still buying yeah. it, still willing to pay. And I think as long as they just sort this stuff out, they're going to be making money regardless. It may end up inevitably being, you know, the most profitable thing IBM does. Even after all this, it'll just take it's, some time. It's, it's it's in theory theory very possible, isn't it? I mean, it, it does seem like that way. I with that in mind, so with this story that's happening, uh, do you guys think, do you think we will hit a point in the next month or two where the average tech press will actually be covering this stuff? Do you think we're going to hit that point? Do you, I, I know what I think, but I'm curious what you guys think, because uh, it's been going on. It, it's been a big story outside of tech, right? In the political sphere, it kind of exploded. It became this big, big napalm bomb that went off. But within the tech world, um, while I continue to get new leaks and new whistleblowers every single week, the and, and the total amount of eyeballs that look at them dwarfs anything I've ever written or recorded. So I know people are looking at it, but when I go out there to every big tech publication, it's not being covered. Do you think, do you think we're going to flash forward to February well, and March? And is it going to be that, that it's, it's just pineapple shirted Lunduke is, is still harping on this or is it going to spread beyond that? Is other people going to cover it? What do you think? Wendell, well, I, say it, say it, Wendell, Wendell, Wendell's got his hands in the air. He's going to say it. This is, I don't, I don't, I wasn't even like, this wasn't even on my radar before this thing. So I, I should probably look at this, but I have a feeling that this will probably, you remember how like, like this thing, remember Jack Welch and it's like, oh, mm -hmm. GE and it's like, GE is going to blah, blah, blah. And then later they were like, this is the guy who broke capitalism. You know, there's, there's at, most of the time there are people, most of the, most of the time, most of the people are trying to do the right thing and they're not awful people. Yeah, and so I, I, I have faith that. that it's going to work itself out. And if IBM has misstepped, then yeah, they probably have some monetary and or other liability and or responsibility to, you yeah. know, make, make it happen. right to undo the harm. Uh, but you know, it's just <laughs> this is this is is this some sort of you know when asbestos was a thing? It's like we're going to put asbestos in the offices, and everybody is going to be so much more comfortable because of all the asbestos. Yeah. And then it was tight. We got to bring that back. That was, was that was good stuff. Nobody was catching on fire when we had that everywhere. That's all I'm going to say is how many times do you hear about people who spontaneous human combusted when they were covered in asbestos? Never. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, to Chris's point, it's like there, it might be time for there to be a little bit of fire now that we're asbestos free. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. What do you I, think? What do you think? Chris? I, I think you're, I think you're missing. Uh, you got a blind spot here. Um, I got a lot of blind spots. And I think you aren't considering the fact that all of these outlets that you've named so far are essentially competitors to yours. You may not see it that way, but they do. And you're also a competitor in a fundamental business model. Your business, your if your business model is successful, that's that's a fundamental challenge to their very business model. So I don't think they're as inclined to give you or somebody like O'Keefe a lot of coverage because it legitimizes independent media and sort of delegitimizes right. <laughs> Yeah, but, I get what you're saying. No, that makes I mean that's a practical business decision. I mean, I get that. I've had some I've had experience with this with uh, Sam Bankman Fried. Um on the Bitcoin Dad podcast for 6 months, 7 months before SBF got arrested and before Remember FTX that. crashed. We were calling him out, we were calling out the scams. We were we were trying to res, raise the red flag on Sam Bankman. Uh and nobody covered it. But yeah, once no one, it goes you, to you guys court, were like the only ones that were harping on that for a while. And then once it goes to court, then then the other outlets start to cover it, right? Once the illegal actions and the you know federal government press releases come out, and the, you know he goes and you get a picture of him walking in the courthouse, and then you know the the pictures from the drawings come out, and of course the statements come out, then they just they lap it up, and you know it'll be on the front page of the Verge for every day for a week. But while everybody was getting screwed and they were stealing millions and donating hundreds of millions to politicians and doing all these kinds of wacky things and crazy places uh nobody cared when it was actually happening it, it, and it frustrated me because you, people could have avoided being hurt and it just didn't get any coverage and i think yeah fundamentally it comes right. down to business models and not wanting to give traffic to independent media from established corporate media it's frustrating isn't it it's frustrating it's frustrating like like there's there's the there's the 
well-meaning and well-intentioned part of it being frustrating just like just like you were saying chris you like okay we're raising serious issues where people could avoid getting hurt where people could avoid the problems where people could mitigate losses if they just listened if there could just be a little bit more coverage of the topic even if they didn't give us credit for it they could just read it and then do their own articles on it. i mean shoot wired loves to copy my articles I know they're going to say they don't, but they do all, all, all my stupid are like history articles. They like two weeks later, like to rewrite them, but they're, but never any of the, the, the breaking real critical in-depth pieces, right? Because that's too intense. They can't cover those sorts of things, but then there's that, that other little part of it that, well, all of a sudden you've been out there harping on Sam Bankman, Brankman freed for like friggin' half a year. And now his face is all over the front of CNN and Fox News and everything else 24-7. Wouldn't hurt for someone to look up and see who was early on in covering that story and maybe say, hey, this wasn't out of left field. We just weren't paying attention. And But that guy was. It would be nice, right? Like, I mean, it would feel nice to do all that hard work and get a little bit. I mean, because I, I know... I could say flat out that both you and I have have broken a number of stories along this these lines over the last 15 plus years that we've been covering this Michigas. And it would be nice for the other tech people in the world that cover this sort of thing to say, this is where we heard about it. We actually paid attention for once. This is where the, the story got broken. But again, it's independent media. We can't have that friggin' A makes me grumpy and then i put on my pineapple shirt because it makes me feel happy on the inside uh rob do you feel happy on the inside <laughs> uh, you know i i avoid this topic on my my channels because then uh <laughs> I, I get targeted again but uh uh why 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 do you expect us to be on on uh, mainstream media why do you expect that because they disagree with you, Brian. They disagree with you. Why? Why would you expect them to put this? Uh, you know what it is. It's better when they disagree with you. And the the example that that uh, the lovely bequaffed man up in the top uh, right corner said, where he gave the example of Sam Bakeman Fried. I think that was a good one, right? Because it's one example of the mainstream media, and not just like the big media, but like the register and wired and verge and cnet and and all the various tech media outlets of stories that they want to ignore that they they like shove their hand into the dirt they're like i refuse to acknowledge this and they'll even go so far as to say people like chris are crazy conspiracy theorists just you know speaking out of turn they're making stuff up until all of a sudden <gasps> the story it just broke out of nowhere and it took everyone by surprise when they just spent the last six months basically working hard to blast the people that are covering it and like 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 right now like 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 it, in my outlet i'm doing all these leaks from red hat and ibm and about to do microsoft and whatnot and i guarantee i'll roll out these microsoft leaks the political press will cover it almost as loudly as they cover the mechanical keyboard that's typing right now. <laughs> and <laughs> it, I really like that mechanical keyboard. It sounds great, by the way. What, what model do you have? It usually filters it out. I got the I got the model F, the new of, model F. It's beautiful. <laughs> it is it's beautiful. beautiful. That's beautiful. But the right, they'll they'll ignore that and they'll ignore it and they'll they'll attack me for it and they'll say I'm making stuff up and it won't matter. It won't matter how how much I cover it. It won't matter how many hundreds of thousands or millions of eyeballs read all the content I produce on it. None of the other outlets will cover it until there will come this magic point when <gasps> Oh my gosh, there's discriminatory hiring at IBM, Red Hat, and Microsoft and others. This took us by surprise, and no one's covered this ever. And it, it just keeps happening. And yeah. I think it's I think it's like happening with Sam Altman right now. Yes. Sam yes. Altman. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They're yeah. making him out to be this basically, he's getting the SBF treatment. He's on the front of magazines. He's got a seat with every world leader that he wants. Yes. Um, and uh, meanwhile, he's creating a scam coin called WorldCoin, which scans people's eyeballs and then rewards them with a scam token. 
to, and he's claiming he's doing that in order to create identities that can be tracked back to your retina. So that way we can verify you're not a bot on social media. And then we have a global trade platform called WorldCoin. It's he's creating a problem and he's creating a solution called WorldCoin. And WorldCoin is the most disgusting scam you could possibly conceive of. It's, crazy. it's also they've been pre-mined like 20 to 30 percent of the coin. So when it goes up, they all get to dump on retail. It's, it's adorable. His sister supposedly is online claiming lots of years of abuse all out there on her Twitter feed. It's out there in explicit detail, and it's never been covered by the tech press. No, never. And, and you know what? You're going to end up covering it. I'll end up covering it. I know maybe like one or two others will cover it, right? And how, how long do you think it'll take? Six months? Maybe nine months? No, it'll it'll take sudden, until it'll he's good. out of favor. Until he's out of favor for some reason. It comes out once they're out of favor. For whatever reason, political reason, machinations inside open AI. Like if this upset that we saw a month ago with OpenAI had gone really bad for Sam, like if Microsoft hadn't stepped oh, yeah. in and saved the day, we probably would, would have seen some of this stuff get exposed because yeah. then all of a sudden there's an interest in covering it. But while he is essentially the savior of the industry and the only thing creating investment in the industry, they're not going to do anything negative. They're not going to cover him. There's poorly. too much money there. Yeah. No, there's way too much. There's billions of dollars tied up. They can't do it. They can't. It do sounds it. it sounds cliche, but it is. It's actually the way it works. It is it's, interesting how with yeah. SBF. You notice how like the political donations aspect, like those charges went away and then it was just like, oh, yeah, some of the chart. And then you dig into it and it's like, oh, my gosh, this rabbit hole, everything is right. rotten all the way down. And it's so well, it was the, the Friday before New Year's. They announced they're not going to pursue any of the political donation investigation. Uh, they dropped that news on a Friday evening before yes. New Year's. Always. Mm -hmm. oh. uh -huh. Just like, you know, notice uh, uh, the Linux Foundation and Mozilla announced their annual reports right before Christmas. They dump those right before Christmas. They're like, here you go. Merry Christmas, everybody. Does it show massive, strange corruption and weird money usage? What? Oh, hey, yeah. But it's right we before gotta, Christmas. What do we got to do to get Purism to release one of those reports? Because they're supposed, as a social purpose company, they're supposed to be publishing reports. California doesn't require, but Washington does. They're, Washington they are does. registered in Washington, and they've never yes, published one of those reports. What yeah, do we got to do to get Todd to get one of those reports out the door? I guarantee you, though, uh, he's not going to listen to me on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I want to see that ain't happening. Like uh, I can here, I'll make a call for it. Todd. Hey, Todd, my ex boss at Purism, release Come one on, of those Todd. reports. Todd, it's not going to. It says, happen. It says uh, right there you're supposed to. Right there in the in the does. rules. Follow the rules. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Not going to happen for, for relentlessly reasonable people. Uh, unacceptable <laughs> they won't they won't they won't buy it all they right, won't buy right. it at all um gentlemen thank you for hanging out with me today thank you thank you honestly uh, when I, I i'm kicking off this show we're doing these weekly from now on and for my first show i wanted to have three guys on that i respected and i thought were different enough like you guys you guys cover distinctly different stuff but there's a bit of overlap and um some of the few real independent techie people that I, I really respect. So thank you all three of you for coming on. Uh, uh, Chris Fisher, let's go for you for uh, what URL, where should people go to experience your awesomeness and, and to find out the coverage that you're doing right now that will get ignored for the next six to nine months before the next big story breaks unexpectedly. Jupiterbroadcasting.com. Oh, it's a nice website. Mm -hmm. I tell you what, whoever came up with the, the guys that came up with that name and that domain name were brilliant. You brilliant. can just picture it. You can picture it. It's just you can you picture know. it. You you can you can picture a couple of guys sitting in a tiny little room after they were playing a, a video game, uh, coming up with that name. Rob Braxman, Rob Braxman, my man, who covers some of the most amazing like uh, cell phone tech, uh, privacy and security issues. Uh, where should people go? What's the universal resource locator of your dreams, my man? Well, YouTube, Rob Braxman Tech. Boo! Um, not YouTube, Rob Braxman Tech. Where else? Give me a better one. Rumble, Rob Braxman Tech. Oh, that's a better one. That's a better okay. one. You got a you got a straight up domain. Robbraxman.locals.com. Oh, I like that one <laughs> because of you. Actually, because of you. I Rob's on way. locals, my man. I I, and, tell, you, I uh, tell you guys. I, I tell you guys. Uh, the, and the, I lost the, access to X, so at the I moment, am. no X. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just because Elon hates you. It's it's a personal thing. I've I've heard about it. He's just he's pissed at you. Uh, Wendell, Wendell, what do you got? Where should people go? 
level1text.com and then you can get everywhere else from there. We got a everywhere nice forum. You can hang out on the forum and complain you about things. You do have a nice forum. Maybe we'll deal with it. Yeah, maybe 50-50. Uh, all, all three of these guys have the YouTubes, uh, but whatever. V- visit them in the other places. Go to their forums and their podcasts and all the other. I know, Wendell, you're mostly on the YouTubes, but you're other places too, right? Yeah. I, I Really, just computer yeah. janitoring. It's like, can I make a computer janitoring video out of this? No? All right, well. <laughs> somebody has this obscure problem. This is how you fix it. That's how you fix it. Can, can I tell you guys a secret? I just got a little alert. I have apparently been running this whole time off of battery. I have not been plugged in this entire <laughs> time. Uh, professional. So you professional. Way to, way to go me. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but it lasted. So uh, huzzah. Uh, thank you, everyone, for, for hanging out with us. Uh, we'll be us. doing this uh, every week on Wednesday, uh, live streaming on Rumble and Locals. If you don't currently subscribe to the Lunduke Journal, you're doing it wrong. Go to lunduke.locals.com or just lunduke.com because that's where everything is. There's so many links there and they're awesome and they've HTTPs all over the place. And uh, definitely go subscribe to these guys wherever the heck they're at. Even if it's just on YouTube, they'll make that better soon, I'm sure, because they're nice people. All right, everybody, go forth into the world. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, nerds and nerdettes, I do declare and run. I died last night yeah. I tripped over my own shoelaces I broke my spine I fell on the sidewalk Landed on my face And I thought What a way to go After all Just press